Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor, and we're going to talk about The Expanse Season 1, Episode 8. It's called Salvage, full spoilers for the episode as always. This really, f- I mean, because we're doing the, the last two as a double finale, yeah. and the end of this one really felt like, here's the ending to the, the you know, the, the penultimate episode. It's like, oh, it, it feels like, get ready for the end. Yeah, it feels like the, the last two are going to be one great big story, given the way this one ends, and the, the way that the the two core plot lines we've been following finally converged, converged yeah. and crossed over, and having Miller run into the Holden and the gang, just the way he did, was really exciting, and I think that's... One of the things I think I like the most about this show is the way it has been telling the story and the way that it has kind of went at a very steady pace, went through everything almost methodically, the way it's going through each beat I of the agree. story. Yeah. And at this point, them actually inter- like coming together is really exciting. It's like, oh, crap, they're finally... Like, he knows it's an alias and it's actually Julie, but they don't. And It feels like... A detective show almost yeah. where we followed along all the clues and it's like okay and here we are here's here's the answer yeah it's exciting i mean we did get some i mean there's more questions to ask of course but we did get some answers yeah. uh one of the things that we assumed way back in episode one was wrong mm. it's actually this this small ship you know the small still ship that's on the rock that julia was in in the first episode that that opening scene was on this ship because we see the exact cell that she broke out of yeah. and we see the room where that glowing object was which is at least confirmed to be a weapon of some yes. kind. Uh, whether or not it was, it began as a weapon and became that is another question, I suppose. But it, at least the way it works just now, it is a highly contagious thing that feeds off energy. Because what we get from this episode, and we'll talk about the actual getting in and finding it, because I think that was all really well done. But we get that this thing is, it feeds off energy. So if there's any electricity, it'll flare it up. So even if you're infected, you'll actually be fine until the energy, like, yeah. gets to it, and then it like comes out and kills you. And that that seems to be what's happened to Julie. She's got off the shuttle. She's got to this, you know, Eros, and she's got to this motel, and it's in there that some energy's got to her, and it's flared it's, up. Yeah, it's like she's tried to turn off the devices. Yeah, but no luck. But no luck. So she's dead. It. it it, I actually even like the way they handled that. The way that they, we thought she was probably dead most season, most of the season, and then we get that one bit of hope. Oh, this shuttle came to Eros. She might be there. Mm. I was like, oh, maybe she's alive. Oh, this could be... And then it's like, and you find her and she's dead. And I think it's perfect the way that... And this is the end of the episode, but it's perfect the way that it's Miller who leans in close and looks disappointed. Yeah, I think it's, it's so important that we learn that at the same time as him as well. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Because there's, there's so many shows that would have told us this information and then let us watch his reaction, but us experiencing it with him was far more powerful. Yeah, because we were following him going to the room with everyone else. Like, they all experienced it together. And of course, next episode, whether or not we get the scene where he explains it or not, it's another thing. It could just happen off camera, and that'd be fine, because we know all the information. Yeah. yeah, But he'll explain who she is and why he was looking for her, and that Leminski was a, an alias that she was using here. Mm. But no, him, him, his reaction, and it parallels lovely. It bookends the episode wonderfully when he arrives at the station, and he, he says to his uh, cop friend who works there that he believes in her, and you get the yeah. sense of hope that he's like finally doing something. So him finding her, it's just crushing, just crushing. Yeah, it's. it's I feel like it might make him spiral now because he lost his job over this, uh, which was kind of his whole life from what we'd seen. I think spiral, and or or maybe. 
either directly instead of spiraling or at the end of spiraling, it'll motivate him to make his next thing, his next move. Like mm. whether or not he's going to dedicate himself to the cause, try and like, join up with Holden in that, and try and stop whatever. I, I don't know, but like I feel like it'll be the motivator for him. I feel like, yeah. which is the great thing about it, is that as good as the story's been in getting him there, it also feels like it's going to serve as a great motivation for whatever his character's going to do next, whatever his season it, two story's going to be. It does. It almost feels like this is only the, the start of his, his journey now. Like, this was all a prologue, getting him to this, and now it starts. Well, actually, I love the scene. I mean, they, they kept bringing up the hat, because his cop friend, uh, he brings up that it was his hat, and I forgot to mention in the last episode that great symbolic moment where he's leaving to go on the, sh- the space shuttle, and he turns back and puts the hat in the hook, and then yeah. he leaves the hat behind. So just that nicely symbolic, like he's leaving his whole life behind, and he's leaving his hat. It's actually really funny that it turns out that it belonged to some other someone else who already left. But, yeah. Uh, I, that was a really nice little symbolic touch but you know the way he meets the Mormon on the ship and they have a little friendly debate about religion yeah. and hope and they're you know the Mormons are going out on this ship the uh, Novu which which we see in full in this episode is this giant yeah. statue all looking thing you know it looks like a statue almost on the outside it does yeah and that's what's going to take them to this new world and they don't even know if there's going to be anything there and they, they talk about leaps of faith which I actually really like it's funny because as a as someone who is an atheist, I actually really like in shows and movies when people talk about faith. I think it serves story really well. I do as well. And I think it's always, in my opinion, at least more interesting in a future society where we've gotten more advanced, we've traveled the stars, we've expanded to these other planets, and there's still faith that there's more. Yeah. And I, I always appreciate that in storytelling. Yeah. Because for me, faith doesn't always have to be about Religion doesn't have to be with God. One of my, and yes, I'm bringing up a Josh Whedon uh, thing here, but one of, my, one of my favorite interpretations of faith is in Serenity, which is the, the movie that wraps up Firefly. Uh, Shepard book the character, Mal says something to him about, you know, you always bring up God or whatever, and Shepard book responds, why, why is it every time I bring up faith, you assume I'm talking about God? You know, I always liked that, that response to it. I, I always thought that was a... And in stories, the idea of taking a leap of faith and believing in something, whether it be a better cause or a better whatever, to yeah. you know, as a motivation, I, I always, I always find that fascinating. So, uh, but but you know, uh, you know I, I glanced over there and I've got the IMDb page up, and I almost said the wrong name. I almost said Philip, just because there was an actor at the bottom of the list that said Philip. Oh, we nearly had a, another Willis moment there. Yeah, I nearly had another Willis moment. Uh, check out the outtake from two episodes ago if you want to know what that's all about. But, yeah, so so Mel, I think Miller's motivation, even for himself, is muddied. Like, he's not really sure who he is and what he wants to be, and that's why this, like, clinging to hope with Julie and, like, caring about this case is kind of like a character breakthrough for him. And I think that conversation at the start, and him not really being sure and debating it with them and... He's sceptical, certainly. You know, he's he's kind of sceptical, and he, he's respectful about it. He doesn't insult the guy's beliefs or anything like that. But he does, like, well, if nothing's there, like, what? It's it's a good-natured, genuine questioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, even something as simple that he's never been off the station, and he's actually kind of nervous about being in space. Yeah, also Makes really sense. cool. It it you know, it does, but at the same time you think, but you're on a space station, you're already in space. But I get it, I, I get the difference. Yeah, like the guy that talked to us about the the agoraphobia, because yeah. even on the space station they're essentially underground. They they don't see outside. It looks yeah. like they're just inside at all times. Whereas you're on a spaceship, you, there's like meters, centimeters between you and nothingness. Yeah. So 
I, I thought that was all great. Uh, his interaction with the crew at the end, where he's like, I don't give a damn what you do, but there's going to be more cops coming, so you better play it smart. Yeah. Uh, which is the right response. I, I feel like they'll they'll probably have a more of a team-up as they get to know each other, but I thought that yeah. would play well. So, going over to Holden and the crew. So, they, they, we left at the end of the last episode with them finding the rock. And at the start of this one, we find one of the stealth ships, and we realise this is probably the one that nuked the, the can't. And they go in and inspect it. All of this is great sci-fi, spooky, walking around the the deserted ship, mm-hmm. creeping around in the dark. It's great. It is great. I, I loved all of it. It's it's so atmospheric, and you got the helmets with the lights, and it's just oh, this is this is so good. I could watch this for for ten hours. Yeah, what wandering about in the dark with just the lights and the helmets lighting the yeah. way. Yeah, so it's all great. And even even that the, the the sound design they do where there's no sound in space, but they do that kind of muffled things after hearing it through the their helmets. Yeah, you know that kind of effect is really effective, and and I like that they use it to build because obviously the this weapon, whatever it is, they see it, they don't know what it is. I like that when it does start to like build up, they immediately go, "Wait, it must be feeding off that." Like nothing was, everything was fine until we turned on the power, so we could look at the computers and whatnot. Yeah. So the idea that it taught us it in a very smart way and it didn't just feel like a random, oh, the thing's waking up for no reason because it's sentient or whatever. And they talk about, oh, it almost felt like it was alive. That was one of the lines. And I like that as well. But yeah, I do like that there's a reason why it turned on. It wasn't just... Yeah, and obviously it goes back to we speculated a few about uh, a few episodes ago. Maybe it was some sort of life. They mentioned bioweapon and mm. um, the, the significance that would have that there is actual life out there. And the then it, feeling here that it's alive, it's it's yeah. almost there. A living organism. It feels kind of like a the the way the way it kills Julie and the way it sort of like actually infects her and take and it take, mm. she takes it with her does make it feel like a living virus rather than a beast or a being. It, it feels kind of like a, an infection almost. Yeah, but maybe one that's more sentient than normal, like than we typically think of a virus. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a sci-fi show. I'm just going. I'm going with the. Yeah, 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 I'm sure we'll get some answers on this. I like how it glows, though. I like how it sort of lights up, is it? Because it feels kind of cool and sci-fi, but it's not too absurd. It's not ridiculous. Yeah, and it almost feels like it's a survival mechanism as well. Like, oh, it's hidden, and then it, it like in hibernation almost. Yeah, it, it feels fairly realistic in the sense that it reminds me of like you know like a jellyfish or something like that. Yeah, the way it lights up, it doesn't feel super ridiculous. Where oh, I've got this crazy idea, where it'll be. And in a sense, the jellyfish analogy works because it's kind of similar to space. You know, deep in the ocean, there isn't any light. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. So it does work that there's some sort of similar parallels there. And there's a couple of lines about how it might have caused like death at the Phoebe station before it left. Yeah. Uh, so that's interesting. But where did they get it from? Yeah, where did they find it? You know, that's my question. Yeah, where did it come from? Where did they find it? Where, you know, who wants it to be used for what? And that, that's another thing I really like is... Uh, as they get off the ship, they decide, no, let's nuke this thing, or or not necessarily nuke it, but blow it up, because, yeah. you know, we're here to find this person, as far as we're concerned, we never found this, let's destroy it, because no one should have this, it's too, yeah, too dangerous. It's, yeah. So they make that choice. Obviously, mean, meanwhile, the spy guy's uh, recording stuff, and he, of course, is the reason why there's uh, people coming for them. If I have any complaints about the episode, honestly, my only one complaint is I think it was a little bit weird how it just cut to them being on Eros without them arriving. 
Yeah, but I guess for me the point is that maybe they don't need to go through all this because we just had the stuff with the Martian ship in the episode before. Oh, of course, and we just seen we seen Miller arrive and we seen him dock into the station. So it's not that there's anything missing in the sense of the logic of how it works. It's just I think because every step of their journey's been so hard, it just felt weird that it cut to it as if it was that easy. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Uh, that was the only thing. It was just when it cut to them already being on the station. I was like, "Oh, they're already here." Okay, uh, but that that'd be like it's a minor, it's a minor, minor thing. Yeah. Uh, another scene that I love, maybe not the standouts because them wondering about the ship in the dark was fantastic. The the ending finding Julie fantastic tense. But another great tense scene is when they're in the lobby of the hotel and like Amos is noticing people coming in and you're getting this kind of almost Tarantino esque feeling of like half of these characters are. Yeah, it's like, oh, or, like, this is a sting or yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's Hitmen or whatever. And like, Amos is kind of sussing it and they're noticing. He just seems slowly pulled down his zip. It's a really nice touch, I thought. That sounded really dark out of context. <laughs> 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 he just slowly pulled down his zip. <laughs> Look, out of context, admittedly, yes. But they're, they're, they were in jumpsuits. Uh, I don't know. There's just a, it's, it's one zip. <laughs> Uh, yeah. What did you think of uh, like Miller like saving the day? Like he just comes out of the corner. Cause, but the thing is, they set it up enough where we know he's going there. We've just found out in a previous scene that he, oh right, Leminski, and under that name, was at this hotel. Yeah, that's the thing. If we hadn't had that, it would have felt like, okay, this is too coincidental. Yeah. But because we followed him on every step, getting the clues, him going there felt logical. It's just the timeline's a little bit coincidental. But again, because we followed it every step, it works. Well, what was exciting about it was, is I, I could be wrong to say this, but I don't think we knew where Holden and the crew were going exactly until we see the the door for the hotel, and we already in the previous scene we see that Miller's like, oh, they're going to the blue, whatever it was called, blue dolphin maybe. I can't remember. Doesn't blue matter. something. Yeah. yeah. We know he's going there, so then we see them wandering through Eros, and they go right here. We are. This is the last known location of Lominsky. and it t- cuts to the opposite shot, and we see the sign saying that the hotel. I was like, yeah. oh wait, that's where he's going. So you're kind yeah. of anticipating it. You're, you're waiting for him to show up. Like, oh, they're going to cross paths. Or, yeah, it's like, is he already there? Yeah. You know, you could, you know, you just had like the time jumps of like them arriving there. So it wouldn't have been unheard of for him to have got there already. So you yeah. weren't entirely sure how it was going to play out, but it's, it was in your mind. Especially the way he ran off when he found out where she was. Yeah. He bolted out the scene. He did. Yeah. His friend was just like sitting there. Like, I just bought you lunch. Come on, come back. What are you doing? Yeah. Pretty but, much. No. But no, really genius to set up in that sense where we knew where all the plot threads were going and we were expecting them to intersect so we're waiting for him to show up. So the fact that he, he showed up and helped, you know, helped and stopped the stopped yeah. the gunfight was uh, good stuff. And yeah, it ends on this big thing with them finding Julie, which, again, feels very climactic in the sense that not only have both plot lanes finally converged, this is the end of both plot lanes in terms of what their mission was. He's found Julie, they've found Leminski. Yeah, and now they've got to, clearly, they've got to evaluate this weapon yeah. and decide to be proactive about what they do with it this information now what are they going to choose to do instead of going after one person yeah what is their action speaking of a couple of small things small by comparison on earth Avasarala finds out the Martian ambassador committed suicide mm. which is really upsetting and she she does take it as a hit yeah and because obviously we, we got to know him a bit and he seemed like a very genuine person he did. Uh, I think that's just a clear sign of how dark things are getting, how close we are to the brink of war, and 
where things you know where things are in the universe at this point. It just re reaffirms all of that. Yeah, uh, and that's the only scene we get with her on Earth, and we get a couple of scenes with Fred Johnson where. We know that the ship, we, we know the UN has sent a ship, a black ops team, to his station. Uh, that's fine. He, he knows it's coming. He knows he's got two days. So that's going to be something that goes down in the finale. Perfect sense. Counting down. Yeah. Great. Good, good sense of pacing and time there where it's like counting down to this event. And the other thing that's going on with him, though, is that his, him and his uh, technician are analysing data from the, the Martian ship. And they get some images of the stealth tech and the stealth ships. And, like, oh, this is the, the best. These are maybe the only images that anyone's ever seen of them, especially up this yeah, close. It's, because it's the 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 drive cores, whatever they say, the, the yeah. signatures. It's like no one's got close enough to see those before yeah. that. And they're talking about how they don't know who has it, whatever. But then, right, the last thing we see with them is she says, "He's the assistant." Says, "You need to see this," and we see his reaction to whatever she's shown him, and we don't get to see it. Mm. Which says to me, he either recognizes something that tells him who's involved. Or it's like an advancement beyond anything he could predict. Like he's well the streams. Like there has to be. I'm thinking more recognition in some way, but yeah, I mean, I think it's it's got a more significant meaning if it's recognition, hmm. because it's like okay, this is something that people in general know about. It's not as secret in the shadows as we maybe thought like out of nowhere. It's something that has perhaps been in the the show the whole time. We just had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's exciting. Mystery about that. About I think the mystery about like not only where this weapon came from, but just who these this third party is, because it doesn't. Because yeah. we, we I think at first we were like, oh, it's maybe it's like you know a a higher up OPA faction that's got better. It doesn't tech. feel like that anymore. It now, doesn't. Does no, it? it feels like a completely you know I guess fourth party because we already have three. <laughs> yeah. But it, it really feels like another entity, and it's it's really curious to see who it is, and I'm excited. I. I feel like that will probably be a big, a big finale reveal before season two. I think that's something that will, maybe not the full story, but I feel like we'll get a good a tease at least. A good tease about it, like who yeah. who is this other party? Uh, get into this two part finale, which of course we will be covering tomorrow. We'll be doing that as one big video, so you can look forward to that. Uh, anything else you want to mention about this episode, though, before we wrap up? Uh, just a small little visual moment. It was you know when they fired the rocket on the uh, on the the ship at the rock. I thought it looked fantastic. Just kind of the way it drops out and like you get it, it to spin a little bit, yeah. and then it kicks in because it's like it's like okay, this is the direction. Yeah, do you like about that? I, I like how it because it's almost just like a special itself. The way it has the little little thir- little minor thrusters just to yeah, navigate yeah. And then it. The, so, the rocket at the back. Yeah, and then it, once it's a point in the right direction, yeah, it fires off. Yeah, nice subtle little touch. Uh, uh, yeah, I liked all that. Uh, even simple simple things like the the spies like floating in his room. And then when he's asked to come, he like he like pushes himself down to the floor and then clicks his heels. We've spoken about the magbooks before, but it's just one of those little things. They work so well, and they make so much sense in the world of, that they're living in. Yeah, and it's also it's such second nature for them to use them or not use them, depending on how they feel. And it, it kind of, mm. I, I feel like it's important there where it tells us no, he didn't want to be on the ground. He didn't want to be connected. He kind of liked the idea of just floating. So would that be fair? Well, yeah, but <laughs> it's it's perhaps like it's more almost relaxation almost it's i think it would be free, literal freedom weightlessness I, I i could if i was in that situation i can see myself putting on some nice relaxing music and just floating in the yeah and then it's it. like okay things have gone real let's come back down to earth almost yeah and, tap, and get on with it tap your heels twice to go home exactly <laughs> no uh I, I i really like this episode i can't I, this is maybe the best one since four and that's not to diss any of the other ones but it's just it had such 
satisfying reveals yeah. to everything. All the like all the converging paid off in such a good way, even without giving us that many answers of the overall mysteries. It's because all the characters and the motivations make sense. I, I think like Holden and Nagata had a couple of cool little you know, just bonding moments as they were searching through the ship and they were kind of joking and talking about pastimes and she even brings up, like, you pick now to get chatty. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, they're starting to feel like a real crew. I'm, re- I'm really starting to like the four. Amos is kind of the weird one because he's a bit hot-headed and he's being kind of sarcastic, but I, but I feel like that's important because it's... He, he has that moment though when they're going through the, the motel and, it, like, um, the, the door opens, it's a random person. He's like, mm. nope, not them, kind of relax, don't shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It tells you that even though he is like he can be hot headed, hot headed, it's more just focused. It's not unnecessary. He's him. on edge. He's more on edge than he needs. Well, maybe not more than he needs to be because they're in a pretty dire situation. But yeah. the, the way he almost shoots this innocent civilian when he, he obviously shouldn't be. Yeah. But nah, and I'm liking the dynamic. I really like uh, Alex, the pilot. I, I think he's really grown on me over the last couple of episodes. He's got this kind of edge of humour to him. Which yeah, it's it's not it's like, kind of makes him stand out a little bit, but it's not like super. You know, I already brought up a Firefly moment. I'll bring up another one. Uh, it's it's not like Wash from Firefly. Where I love Wash. Don't get me wrong, but he's like you know really funny a lot. Like he's really yeah, and that wouldn't fit in this no nah, group. Whereas he's more, it's like this dark sarcasm almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the way kind of like he he feels like he really trusts at least the, the rest of the crew. He feels like he's really on board with everything yeah. at this point. You know, the, the way, like, you know, Amos will say, yes, Skipper, to Holden in a really sarcastic way as if, yeah, you think you're in charge. But when Alex says, yeah, Hoss, it sounds genuine. It sounds like, yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, he's, he's on board entirely. Yeah, so, no, good little group dynamic going. Uh, if, if the spy gets his head blown off in the next episode, that's fine too. Plus, be a nice, cool visual moment again. Uh, possibly. Down for that. Yeah, we've not had much gore since the decapitation. That's all we need. You know that, that eye lens. Just need that to explode. Yeah, and they know he hasn't now because they've seen the yeah. the image. Yeah. On the on the. I, actually, this isn't a complaint so much because I can just kind of buy that they, they made a point of not being too super public. But Holden's face is kind of famous. Yeah. So I thought maybe a moment where someone like almost recognised him, but he, you know, covered up. He was wearing a hat. He was wearing a hat to obviously hide. I mean, it. I wonder if he's less famous on this station than, mm, you know, back on series. Obviously, it was we saw it on series televised with Remember the Can. Because obviously, obviously, Miller recognises him immediately, which makes yeah, sense. Which, make, would... which I'm wondering maybe if it was just big on series because that's where they were headed. That's where mm. it was having the direct effect and impact. True. That was Whereas, a station that lost water because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas out here, maybe it just kind of didn't really reach the same level. It was like just like a side news story, but you know, it's not the major thing. Yeah, that makes some sense. So I'm looking forward to the finale tomorrow. Double double finale. I'm excited. Uh, oh, definitely. And I'm I'm glad that I only have to wait a few weeks after that until season two. Oh yeah, it'll be a nice quick wait. Yep, yep. None of this year long bollocks straight yeah, into season screw two. Screw you all who had to wait. <laughs> we made the right choice. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. No, I wish I watched oh. this last year. I really did. <laughs> yeah. But, no, super excited. So that has been episode 8 of The Expanse. Let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. Like and subscribe and all that stuff. It helps us out a lot. Thank you very much for watching, guys, and we'll see you for the finale tomorrow. Thanks. Bye.